Good day, listeners. Um, well, this is part two of our conversation um, with Linda Martindale, who is a friend of the meeting room. And as you know, the meeting room is about having, it's a safe space, a brave space, about having the very difficult conversations around racism. So this, um, we've split the podcast into two because it would just be easier to listen to. So welcome back for part two, Linda. Thank you. <laughs> and um, we... Before we ended off the last one, um, I was supposed to ask you a question about black pain, um, and not that you would have experienced it, but as you have witnessed it. Um, but I thought I'd link it to um, the Black Lives Matter um, issue. Now, Black Lives Matter was it's an American initiative, but it obviously um, fueled um, some sort of initiative here, as we saw in New Silence, we amplify. Um, when you look at Black Lives Matter and linked to the black pain you've witnessed in South Africa, like how do you translate that whole Black Lives um, Matter movement into a South African context? Hmm. Yeah, I think I think that um, the Black Lives Matter movement has been such an, a good eye opener. It's also as often lifting the veil does, it kind of causes division of thought often. But to me, it's quite simple um, that if you're, if one of your neighbours is suffering, then you listen to why. And it's very obvious that you know the, con- the there's a difference between contextual reality and universal truth. And the universal truth is that all lives matter. Of course, all lives matter. Um, but the contextual reality is that white lives matter more in this world system at the moment. And so when when you say all lives matter in response to black lives matter, I mean, there are lots of much better phrased ways of, of saying it, but the bottom line is like saying all cancers matter when you're at a breast cancer fundraiser or all animals matter when you're at a rhinoceros uh, Save the rhinos do. Um, so on a on on a very simple level, it's the house that's on fire that you focus your attention on, and you don't go to a house that's on fire and say, "But all houses matter." No, of course, but this one is the one that we need to focus on now. And given our history globally, but um, with your um, any any look at history would see that there's a very strategic intentional um protection of white lives over black lives mm-hmm. and that's obviously happened legally in south africa more recently than in america mm-hmm. but the percentage of people if you look at percentage relativity um who get shot by police for example in america it's fact mm-hmm. it's not anecdotal it's mm-hmm. factual percentage wise and so we have to stand up and and take notice and as we know that is also our story here and so it's not a random obviously that organization i don't know much about it i don't know what's what that um objective is in america specifically Mm. at this time but the movement that it sparked is something that anybody who cares about their neighbour would be able to say without trying to nitpick and yeah. use red herrings like critical race theory and um, it's it's obvious that there's there's a higher risk yeah. um, 
on black lives and so we have to see that as part of the world that we want to change mm. is that that becomes that all lives really does become a reality mm. but it's not that mm. at the moment um, and mm. a lot of that's historic so yeah so I think it's been a gift um, I, I think that people have um, yeah found reasons to to like we all do about mm. things that we don't want to face um, but I, I saw a really good quote the other day and it said we asked you to help us fight injustice and racism and you spent five years talking about critical race theory and mm. trying to find out if Jesus said anything about it and mm. um, mm. he said no thanks I'm, I'm good I can do without that mm. and I often think have we failed in a response to mm. love our neighbor well mm. by not jumping at the chance mm. um, to get well equipped with knowledge and facts mm. and then to respond appropriately mm. so I think it's been a gift to the world and um, yeah and I think it it highlights how do you love your neighbour well. Mm. If your neighbour's house is on fire, you, mm. you help. I mean, I think for me, um, I was quite amazed because I th- think in America, um, the, the black population is still a minority. Yeah. There's overt racism. Yeah. Um, so I get all of, I, I, I could understand. Okay, they had... And white police yeah, force. And, exactly. Yeah. I think what it did for me as a person of colour is suddenly thinking that... My boy, who was well, who was a boy at some point, and now is a man. That could have been him. But I also think that because we don't have overt racism in South Africa, mm. underneath there's this black pain that has never been addressed or spoken about. You know, we suddenly did um, 1994, and now we have a new constitution, and we have a rainbow nation. And going back to our previous podcast where we spoke about ripping the Band-Aid off. Yeah. And I think for why there was such an outcry, starting with the kids in the school, mm. um, is because suddenly we realized, yes, all over mm. universally, mm. There, there's, there's an issue that hasn't been addressed. You yeah. know, and that's a black pain of, mm. of not seeing black lives as mm. equal mm. to white lives. Mm. Mm. And um, mm. I think so, so many white South Africans, I think they struggled with because, mm. you know, and that's why there were so many hashtag all lives matter because we don't have that mm. um, overt racism. And because they exist in, our, in their bubbles and there's mm. no proximity, they never see the black pain. They mm. never see the black struggle. Mm. And so, so they wouldn't understand. And so they wouldn't understand. Yeah, why? Why? Mm. Why is there mm. such a outcry? Mm. Because, mm. and I saw especially lots of Christian people also mm. hashtag yeah. All Lives Matter, mm. which again goes to. But if your neighbour is telling you mm. something, um, this mm. is our lived experience. We're just yeah. asking you to listen. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not even asking mm. you to respond. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I found that that um, dichotomy mm. quite the fact that mm. in America you had you know city by city was just mm. there was this yeah. massive movement and yes slowly yeah. it was um, gaining momentum. The other thing that I realized is also often we hear yeah but we're 27 years into mm. why haven't we achieved? But if you look at when America did away with the slavery and um, anti-race laws mm. and today they are still sitting with we still have a journey we still have a journey to go yeah Mm. yeah absolutely and i think interestingly enough what you're saying um is is it's 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 more intellectual for me um because i haven't experienced it so so during um last year when george floyd was killed i mean i i was broken and lamented Mm. and like heartbroken i never thought about what it was doing and I, and I phoned a friend of mine um, just to chat actually I wasn't even thinking and she said I can't stop crying mm. 
and she's a black woman in South Africa and and she just said I can't stop crying and I was like I mean, I had been, I had lamented because of what I'd mm. seen, mm. but but I wasn't crying the whole day. Mm. And and she said, I can't believe my white friends aren't calling to mm. ask how I am. Mm. And I was like, oh my word, I didn't mm. think of what it what it was triggering mm. for her as a black mm. woman who's had a you know who's of our generation, mm. so so experienced a lot of um, a lot of racial pain. And it was quite an eye-opener to me that it was a distant thing for mm. me. I was still burdened and mm. passionate, mm. but it wasn't in me. Mm. And then talking to her, I was shocked at how how she couldn't believe her company was carrying on, mm. as if nothing had happened. Mm. I thought, that's because I have not experienced yeah. that pain. And, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I was just going to say, um, when Karen and I had this conversation a few weeks ago, I think I said to her, so I've obviously been reading lots of um, books about it, but that was definitely a trigger for me. And you know mm. why it was a trigger for me? My boy. So I try, I know, um, being um, very authentic here, I try not watch the news too mm. often because yeah. it just it's upsetting. It, it is upsetting, especially. And he came and he said, Mom, this has happened. And then he actually did an art piece on it. Yeah. And I thought, this is mm. impacting my child. Yeah. Um, wow. And so now you suddenly start, you know, thinking, okay, why is this? And so over the last year, I've read lots of books, like, mm. you know, by American authors, mm. by South African authors, by British authors. And I said to Karen the other day, I don't know if there's any country that's safe for black people. That's terrible. And that was mm. just... That's a shock. Yes, and it's not because of the overt racism. Mm. It's just... I was reading uh, the book Why No Longer Talk uh, to White oh, People yeah. About Race. And I thought, if we lived in Britain, you know, and we didn't have oodles of money, this would have been my children's experience. If we lived in America, that, mm. you know, George Floyd would have been my son's and my husband's experience. And mm. it must feel like, like mm. there's no safe space. Mm. And I'm not talking no, always no, about physicality. Yeah. I'm talking about just where mm. there's this constant um, microaggressions mm. or where you're constant having to prove yourself and mm. do all your editing. And so that was a big aha mm. moment for me, yeah. you know, that it's a yeah. global phenomenon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. which is quite mm. scary. And it really is, yeah. 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 Which is helpful for us as white South Africans because mm. I think sometimes we we kind of think that South Africa is the only place that has mm. issues mm. and yeah. actually, I'm not saying it's, mm. it's uncomfortable, but... There's a big, there's a bigger conversation yeah. outside yeah. of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. we always, oh, woe is us. Yeah, but actually, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a bigger conversation. Yeah. And if you think of like something like slavery, mm. which which disrupted and broke so much of society, mm. that mm. was quite global. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. if you think of the impact of the British Empire, which was yeah, I mean, massive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look at the English is such a common yeah. language around the world yes. because yes. British Empire yeah. was so, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. If you think of how global the British Empire was, just that colonialism, yeah. and yeah. that the mm. supremacy, like in its yeah. kind yeah. of purest form. So that is, and and what what I am. Sorry, what, listeners, we're competing with um, a guinea fowl. Is it a guinea fowl? <laughs> no, we fowl. thought it was a geese, but it's a guinea fowl. saying it's sundowners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, no, just to say that the thing that I suppose as a white person around black pain, my, my, only, my only 
implore is there such a word as imploration mm. <laughs> is that why people will listen mm. because people tend to find a way to discredit mm. and mm. I remember when Leicester came out from Stellenbosch I don't know if you ever watched it but it was a 10 minute 20 minute clip or 30 minute clip sorry mm. by students in Stellenbosch University mm. saying this is what it feels mm. like to be black here and mm. so many people are like, mm. like and, and it, just listen mm. listen mm. listen and if white people will listen, mm. we will start to understand mm. Mm. even a tiny bit mm. of what the mm. pain is that's out there. Mm. People seem surprised mm. sometimes at the anger or pain. I'm mm. like, listen. Mm. So I don't think, I think listening and lamenting are almost like the first two steps. Mm. In, or or they, they never stop. Mm. But it's so key mm. if you haven't been exposed to and yeah. and mm. and for white people to and I speak to myself mm. to listen so that you can hear and learn mm. rather than listen to argue mm. against mm. Mm. um yeah. you know whenever i sit in these places where there's some kind of conversation it's interesting for me how there's that there'll be white people who want to learn mm. and who are listening at, but there's often the listening so that I can argue against. Yeah. yeah. And that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about listening to the story of the yeah. the children, for example, with mm. We Silence, We Amplify. Or yeah. mm. Mm. And, and again, you know, our, our young people, I mean, we mm. always say it, they are they take the temperature of a country. Mm. So if our young people mm. are saying something, mm. let us listen the yeah. first time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're going round and round. Mm. Um, and I think it's because people are not given space to voice mm. their pain mm. or something that makes other people uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, because we just don't want to sit with that discomfort. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so. I think that's why people didn't participate in the TRC. Because they white people. Mm. Because I remember listening to some of the stories they show them on SABC2 or whatever. And it was unbearable mm. in terms of hearing the depth of pain mm. and I remember thinking I don't know what to do with mm. this it's almost like it's almost like we haven't been the responsibility is ours but we haven't been coached on mm. how to hear mm. that and then what because mm. so people just blocked it off those who tried often just blocked it off um, and then most people didn't care because it didn't really exactly. impact them and yeah. nothing really changed yeah. really um, and and I think that people that were forced to like Bishop Tutti he ended up in tears all the time there you think of what that mm. does you know mm. anyway so I do think I do think listening and then and then processing mm. what what's <coughs> been heard and what people's pain is mm-hmm. then we won't be as surprised when Mm-hmm. People are surprised when they see anger. Mm. It's it's not surprising, yeah. Mm. Yeah. given how we are. And yeah. and I find myself in as I'm getting older, I have to tell myself to listen, to listen, mm. not to reply. Mm. I often Me find too. myself wanting to yeah. come up with a defence yeah. or a lawyer Completely. kind of response. Mm. So I think I think it's it's an ongoing journey for me mm-hmm. to listen and to learn. Yeah. Because white people have always had something to mm. say. Mm. So that's that's me, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh I've got something to say. Well mm. actually don't need to say it. Mm. Yeah. It's all right. 
I think Linda mm-hmm. kind of co- covered the question we were going to ask about what the role is of white people is to mm. listen and learn. Yeah. yeah, and I think to um, to to definitely listen, definitely learn. I think to um, I think restitution is key, mm. and I think um, you know a friend of mine, Siki Langer, she she termed a phrase uh, apartheid reversing lifestyle Um, because it's just bigger than restitution it's more and so I often think what was apartheid like and then what does it look like to reverse that so a very small example is is the the the, it's it's the tiniest example I could share is instead of you know the, the old gentleman who works on the property where I live, he's worked there for a long, long time, um, you know, to give somebody a sandwich mm. on a plate mm. is mm. normal. Mm. But to cook a meal and lay a table mm. is a part of ah. reversing. Sure. And so for me, the opportunity to serve someone like him is a yeah. privilege, actually. Sure. It's a gift. Sure. And, to, and that's a tiny example, but... Yeah. You know, helping people buy homes, the, the mm, deposit, yeah. mm. um, you know, uh, people who are still supporting their parents to invest financially, mm. um, to look at our, you know, the four big areas of life that were stolen from. And the, the one is education, mm-hmm. uh, there's medical, um, transport and housing. <clears throat> and so if you think of those areas and say, sure. um, you know, I know a family who have one car instead of two mm. and their second car went to a black oh, family and sure, sure. people who you know changed their will mm. so that's not just their children who inherit oh, sure. um paying for people's education um you know giving i mean there's so many ideas um around restitution which mm. is economic which I do believe mm. in and then apartheid reversing lifestyle mm. which is making sure that the things were put in place, you, you're oh, going nice, in the opposite yeah. spirit. So for me, it's, a, again, the tiniest example. For me to step off the pavement mm. instead mm. of an old black person mm. who will step off because of mm. what they were taught, mm. for me, that is, that is a small thing, but it's big. Mm. Um, I suppose the same way there's microaggressions. There mm. can be micro-restitutions. Mm. Um, and and you know making sure that economically there's active sharing mm. not charity mm. and um a group of people recently helped uh, another um family with a home and um we made it very clear first of all mm. restitution we believe in restitution mm. and so this is not a because we're kind or mm. charitable we believe in restitution mm. Secondly, we believe in Christian community sharing, and thirdly, we love you. Yeah, and it and it had to be in that order, and mm. um, because it feels very different for me. Restitution is about righteousness and rightness, mm. and that feels very different to. I'm just going to bless you with my mm. extra. Mm. It's very different. I think so. Yeah, so I think there's there's economic, but there's much more than mm. that. It's using your, you probably spoken about it more in your group. That's using your privilege, using mm. your position. It's those. Uh, we were just talking about micro restitutions mm. instead of microaggressions. Oh, like what does that look like wow. to do small 
things that just undo wow. the lies Beautiful. in the past. And so if if I'm standing with two people, an yeah. uh, example is um, I was present at an, at an accident where and a black security member of staff who had a kit yeah. was sorting everything out and then a white um, person from a security company kind of came in and, and took over from the person who was originally mm. dealing with it. Mm. And so I just kept referring to the person mm. who was dealing with mm. it, which was the black man who was first there. Mm. And it was so undermining to watch everyone refer to the new guy. Mm. <laughs> and and so a small thing like deferring to that mm. person and actually mm. ignoring everyone else, it's a, it's a micro thing, but it's actually there are lots of small ways where you can just start doing the opposite to mm. what we've been told um, and it's a great unlearning because sure. I find I'm challenged so I read a, a book recently called We Need More Tables by Carol Yeah, oh, I want to read that mm. and I can't tell you how challenging this book was because mm. suddenly you see yes if you don't have a lot of money you can't always buy us but there's other little mm. things that you can do yes. and so she's giving people mm. various ideas and, and because mm. it's a South African author it's written for a South African context and so um, I do think that we if we really put our minds to it we can actually mm. do something mm. you know mm. everyone can do something yeah. so I'm learning and being challenged and seeing how and um, the meeting room ladies it's something that mm. we we wanting you know mm. to do with them um, but I just think imagine everyone mm. just did something mm. we we as a country and as a people mm. we generally when the chips are down and we decide we want to do something, we can do something pretty amazing. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, we're also very resilient people. So, yeah. And you see that in the, the build, we will build back after this mm. week. Yeah. Mm. You see that in the videos posted. So there's this longing for some kind of, and, and there was real mm. sort of people mm. coming together to mm. clean up the devastation mm. in, mm. in places. And so that's such a beautiful picture, mm. but it's but it's these little collective moments that we have around rugby or mm. so these kinds of things. So but we're desperate mm. for them, and they're there, mm. but they kind of fizzle, you know, mm. like one of those fizzy drink mm. things that fizzle out. Mm. And so it's 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 kind of I love these mm. these ideas, mm. Linda. This completely, yeah. and I think that sure. does make it. It goes beyond finance, but but it can't be without finance. Yes. And so, mm-hmm. but but we can each do what we can do. Yes. We can't do, you know, you, there's a there, there yeah. economic yes, yes. limitations yes. to some people, to m- yes. most of us. Um, but but there's no limit yeah. to the opposite mm-hmm. of what we've been taught yeah. and and that can come through in so many different ways and also the way you said it's not charity and what i like is because when it's mm. when you view it as charity mm. the other person's then grateful for you mm. and yes. if, mm. you know whereas when you saying to the person i'm doing this mm. because of my beliefs yes, it's yes. almost they giving you a gift yeah. Um, the yes. opportunity is the gift yeah. for you to Absolutely. do restitution, for yeah. you to love your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I love, yeah. love that difference that you've yeah. And and sure. I'm not, I haven't processed this fully, so it might come up wrong. But basically, if you're giving charity, mm. you tend to feel good, mm. and the other person feels grateful mostly. Mm-hmm. If you're doing restitution, which is righteous giving, mm-hmm. it's righteousness. Mm. For, be, for want of a better word, it's everything in its rightful place. Mm. 
you both feel good because it's right and so you both feel mm. but you, you won't get that high of mm. I handed out a yeah. blanket to a per person yeah. you, you you know there's the, obviously we, we must always do relief mm. relief mm. is yeah. key mercy yeah. is key um, but development and justice so. are key mm. yeah. and so we're in South Africa we're very strong on charity yeah. um, mm. if there's a fire people are mm. generous yes. Um, yes. we're good on charity and um I think it was St. Augustine. Yes, he said, charity is no substitute for justice withheld. Mm. Mm. And so if I look at Isaiah 58, mm. um, it talks about feed the, feed the naked, clothe the, hung- um, feed the hungry, clothe the naked. Mm. Um, then it says, mm. untie the cords mm. that bind, mm. lift the oppressed. And that's the justice work. Mm. And so we're very good mm. at charity. At the first two. Mm. We're very good yeah. at that. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, if you do this, you'll be like a well-watered garden, sure. like, the, like a spring whose waters never fail. Yeah. You'll be called repairer of the broken walls. Yeah. So you can't, we need both, yeah. but we're very good on one. Mm. Yeah. And I think if, if, we, if we believe in um, restitution, which is, which is um, a very logical it's reparations. Mm. After the war in Germany, mm. they had they had reparations mm. <laughs> for those who had been stolen from, and so it's um, it's difficult to quantify. Mm. But I believe, for me, as individuals and as groups, mm. not I'm not talking government mm. level policy, mm. but as individuals and groups yeah. and citizens who are very eager for those moments. <laughs> um, I think it would change the atmosphere mm. if we gave yeah. more yeah. justly mm. than charitably. Mm. Which is th- and there's thought behind it. Mm. I love that. It's not mm. just... I mean, charity is not thoughtless. Mm. There is mm. thought. Mm. But it's often short bursts yeah. of mm. help. Yeah. Whereas what you're saying is that we can be we can be more purposeful and we can think more deeply. Mm. Mm. And I love the notion of the collective, not just mm. the individual. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Because imagine what we could do yeah. collectively. Mm. Yeah. You could inspire one another. So, yeah. We could yeah. start a, a real, mm. yeah. you know. Movement. And it is, I mean, I think that's, if we go back to your, because you refer to the Bible and the Christian space, mm. we were always meant to work as a collective. Mm. Yes, yes. Um, and yeah. I think the reason for that is so that there could be this mm. listening, so that yeah. there could be this mm. giving and this mm. receiving. Mm. But as a collective, we were yeah. never meant to wander yeah. on our own. No, it's so and, true. And we've kind of swayed to the very individualistic yeah. um, society where it's me, mine, and, mm. you know, and, and living behind walls also yeah. just mm. further mm. emphasizes yeah. Your, yeah. your individualistic mm. true. living. Sure. And so. that individualistic culture is so yeah. strong. Um, and it's so... Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's kind of a humanity idea. Even mm. if I wasn't yes. a Christian, I would, I would, yes. I still say to people, you know, because there's some people mm. I know who are atheists who want to invest back into people because exactly. they can mm. see yeah. that it wasn't fair. It's not. Yes. So, so I yes. have a lot of motivation around my faith, and mm. and I see people who who. Um, yeah. who don't subscribe mm, yeah. to the faith that I do um, being very committed to that value system mm, yeah. of investing back mm. not mm. just charitably yeah. Yeah. and so exactly. I think it's a I think it's a humanity um, as you said it's mm. an invitation mm. 
and we all benefit like yeah. everyone benefits so yeah. I used to have a hashtag restitution is joy because yes. because I think if mm. we're doing the right thing there's if there's flow there's mm. uh, humanity and there's community mm. um and sometimes it's in the small things like I could have a nicer couch or I could mm. help yes. someone mm. yes. go to a decent school for mm. a year or what mm. like mm. I mean, I know school fees are way more than that. That's a stupid example. Mm. But basically, there are lots yeah. of examples where we actually can choose mm. to live more simply yeah. mm. so that yeah. others can... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, Lindy, touched, we've touched on it a bit, but in our sort of final moments, mm. just if you could imagine um, South Africa, I suppose, like Mandela imagined it mm. where we were this true rainbow nation what would it look like sure it's such a good question and it is what we were talking about mm. earlier about being able mm. to imagine something mm. um and i think i think the pockets of the pockets that we see that bring us joy i think it would be more common than mm. these little surprise moments um so the south africa for me that that I imagine would be um, it, it sounds so Mandela-ish but where everybody thrives because mm. I don't think some have to thrive at the cost of mm. others so I would love to see people acknowledging our past mm. um, I'd love to see white people acknowledging our past um, without the rabid defensiveness mm. because I think that that will help us. Mm. I think we'll have courage mm. um, and boldness mm. um, to to not resent, to also understand where we got mm. things. You know, I saw someone on a Constantia group the other day said, um, I won't give a cent to the car guards. Um, I worked for every cent I have and there's no way I'm... And I thought, Shane, what a, what a small view of money, of yeah. mm. um, of mm. humanity, of... Uh, and he thinks he, you know, he got it because he earned it all and... And I and I I see the opposite of that. I see like yeah. a generosity that sees the value of different roles and um or or different spaces. Yeah. Um yeah. I would love there to be a more intentional look at housing. I mean for me housing I've done interviews with a group in Pretoria yeah. who they call these city housing and they um they work very hard to make sure that, that um, people can live in a decent house mm. for like 1,000 or 500 rand compared to five mm. or six. Mm. And all the people I interviewed said um, sure. how their family changed. They yes. they thank God every time for changing their family because they had the secure. Mm. And so I think housing is something, I mean, we, we, we get used to it in a way uh, because it's the status quo, but we should be a like we cannot accept the way people have to yeah. live mm. in in the because yeah. to me housing is like the mm. it's you know it's the unit that it all starts from mm. yeah yeah so i would imagine a different kind of housing structure um mm. and then also you know people sharing properties better mm. and mm. yeah so i think i suppose I, I, it's a good question because i'd like to think a bit um more broadly about how, how we need to get there mm. but I definitely mm. would love to see a more honest space mm. Mm. Um, mm. and I would love to see kind of more helpful politics <laughs> <laughs> yes. and I would love to see the church leading 
this instead of resisting so often. Mm. Often, not always, often. <laughs> um, yeah, and then more little collectives like mm. you guys are doing with the meeting room. Mm. I, I, I think little groups of collective, uh, collectives can make a big difference. Mm. And I've seen that with, I'm part of a little buying food group and mm. it's just an example of how they, these little, they're 12 now around mm. the city and you buy from local farmers together and, and so I think we can do that around race mm. and mm. restitution. Yeah, wonderful. Sure, we've had, I mean, I think we've really covered quite a few and there's lots more to add. So, listeners, we probably will get Linda back at some point um, because she does sit with a wealth of knowledge and experience. Um, But thank you, Linda, for giving of your time and sharing your knowledge and your learnings. And um, thank you, listeners, for listening to The Meeting Room. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Cheers.